deleting the evidence of you not hitting the button earlier. I'm putting you nailed ev- it, but I want evidence back on here to let it know that you didn't. I didn't so press the button. Did. So now you press the button. So now we're recording. That's why we keep visuals. So we. That's know. why we keep the visuals. So we know. And so I'm looking at what I'm saying because before when I started, didn't see anything. nothing. Flatline because <laughs> you didn't hit that button. Doa. But now you hit the button. That, this podcast would have been <laughs> doa, man. <laughs> Willkommen to the final episode of Sharktoberfest 2022. It's the third one we've done. It's, I don't, I don't know if the most arduous, but God, maybe. It's been a tough one. Maybe. I'm one of your hosts, Logan Nielsen, and joining me as always is my fellow survivor. And resident beaten man. <laughs> I'm Dustin Pixley. Hello, Dustin. <laughs> Hello, Logan. How you doing, buddy? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. Oh, we've made it through another one. We've made it through another Sharktoberfest, a thing no one asked us to do. No one cares if we did again. No, and this was the shortest one, yet still the hardest. Uh, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. A little bit. They're, get, they're getting... And this is the one we deviated the most. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. still the most difficult, I think. Yes, we decided to throw some curveballs and do some, you know, what we did a topic episode. Uh, we decided to just our get rogue a- episode. We just didn't even have water and or a shark. Nope, nope. Well, we we we, we didn't in our last rogue episodes, but we even went rogue from our regular rogue. We did. We roged the ro- we oh, rogued yeah. the rogue. We we, did, ro- we we rogue squared. We didn't even do a tremors. We roged from that even, and then. And then our next movie was was a zombie movie. <laughs> can, now, you, can you tell we're done? Yeah, can you tell we're done with that? And and maybe the show won't be named Sharktoberfest anymore. Oops. Spoiler. Oops, maybe a tease and a spoilie of what's to come. And then this one, too, where uh, this one will be on topic. That will be on brand. will be on shark brand. will be on Jaws brand. Yes, it will be what started the show, kind of. That if Without Jaws, this in would not way. have been a show. In a way, but uh, this was actually one of the thing I think we were probably the most excited to go into the Sharktoberfest to talk about. Yeah, when we when we would discuss this concept, it definitely got the juices we wanted all to do flowing, this. and we got very excited. Yeah, um, and I guess I'll just go ahead and say what it is, that in this episode, we want to figure out what Jaws 5 would be if made today and all four Jaws movies have to be canon. So we are going to be kicking around our story ideas. We've talked about this once before. We we didn't get too deep into it. No, we wanted to save we it. We wanted to for, save it, but this. we've touched on it lightly. Um, but that's going to be what this episode's about and to tease down the road our goal is to hopefully then actually write at least a shortened version of the script maybe and we want to make a radio drama out of our version <laughs> yes of jaws five so this is a tr- a true experiment excuse me i got the hiccups you I've, got them i'm not even drinking anything right now i just i got so excited i got so excited about jaws hey, five we're all so excited uh but yeah but this is this is gonna be what what we think Jaws five will be. I have some. I have some caveats to put on it. I think we already have agreed on these caveats a little bit. I believe we have. Of made today, 
uh, the actors have to be alive. If we're, is one if we're going to use actors to fill parts, that we got we got to figure out who's still alive. All that, what characters are still alive, um, but also like a little bit of what's the shitty way a studio would do it. Yeah, what's the the really cheap? Yeah. Just- we're not necessarily trying to make a good Jaws 5. We're trying no, to make we, what Jaws 5 would be. Listen, we already established. Shouldn't be one. You can't make another good <laughs> movie, shark no, movie. No. So we're not going to try to do that. We're not going to try to do that. But we are making it where all four Jaws movies have to be canon. They and have to be canon. It's a lot more fun for us to, to do what a studio would do because yeah. it's going to be silly. It's going to well, be campy. See, you know what I think a studio would do? I think what a studio would do is that bullshit they've been doing lately where they make the sequel, but they ignore half the movies. Yeah. So I think if you made a, a, a someone made a sequel to Jaws today, it would be a Jaws 2, basically. It would be, yeah, it'd be directly after number one. Agreed. They would skip that. They'd skip everything else and just do that. No. I wanted the challenge of making all of them canon because we have characters throughout all of them that are recurring characters that go through all of them. Uh, and that is the tricky part of cramming in everything that has cramming happened throughout everything. four movies. Yeah. And the fourth one is my second favorite of the Jaws movies. I love Jaws the Revenge. So I'm not going to skip that one. No. Because it gave us Hoagie. I'm not skipping Hoagie. What a cardinal sin that would be to Absolutely. skip out on Are you kidding me? That'd Especially because we still have Sir Michael. We still have Sir Michael. We still have... Uh, uh, Ellen Brody. We still have Lorraine Gary. We do. We still have Jaws actors who could um, be. We still have Mr. Richard Dreyfus. We have Mario Van Peebles. His character dies in Jaws 4. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. He gets pulled under. He In the theatrical release, he's pulled under. Oh. In some DVD releases, he is found See, the later. One I've seen, he's found. See, and this is something we're going to have to work we're out. We're going to have to figure we'll out if we're going to theatrical debate. or. Okay. Because he is, because I I had that feeling too. I'm like, did he survive or did he die? And then I realized I kind of was remembering it both ways because they show his death scene, but in some cuts he's found. Okay, the cut I saw, he made it. So, so this is some of the shit we're gonna be getting into. Ooh, is is what's our canon? That's gonna be part of it. First things first, though. Yes, we have one last Oktoberfest beer. What do we have? All right, so we have Rheingeist. Is it Reinengeist, would you say? Or I think just I think Reingeist. Or just I don't think it'd be Reinegeist. I think it'd okay. just be Reingeist. Um Oh, Cincy Made. So this is from Cincinnati, I'm guessing is what Cincy Made means. Uh yep, Cincinnati, Ohio, brewed and canned. Uh Reingeist Franz, it's called. Now before you didn't doesn't in our research Cincinnati have one of the biggest Oktoberfests? I'm vaguely remembering that. Mm, that sounds mm. like something we've covered. You might be right. I might be right. You might be right. Let's not look into it because that takes too I'm, much time. But I mean, even though I'm holding a computer with, <laughs> I'm sitting in front of one. But I, I don't. We both we both have laptops right in front of us, and yeah. we're choosing. I even not have a smartphone. I got my phone right yeah. there. Yeah, you even have your computer hooked up to that TV, so we could both see whatever you Google. But we just no. Let's just leave it. Let's yes. just leave it. Uh, love the little logo on this guy. I yes. love that little skull. So that little droplet. skull is on a lot of their stuff. I've had a few beers from this brewery, not a lot. I like it. It's a little. It's a little cute little. It, it is droplet. It kind of looks like too. It's like a little. Is a little dollop falling out of a butt. With, I with, do see the above cheeks. It. Yeah, it looks I a little bit. Looks a little bit like a little. Someone expressing a demon there. <laughs> uh, but this is their their Franz Oktoberfest beer. 
Uh, Franz is our Oktoberfest brow. Not traditional, but uber German. Here's an autumnal brew, a bit of a dreamer, often hiking in the Alps to return brimming with great ideas. Like those brisk hikes in the steep mountains, these Munich and Vienna malts will pump you up. What a very... <laughs> Logan, they will pump you, you up. up. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Hans and Franz. Hans Franz. and Franz. I didn't even put that together. I didn't either, Franz. actually. Hans, you did the bit, and it's there it is. Do they have one called Hans? <laughs> I hope so. I hope it's their fest beer. <laughs> uh, 5.4% ABV, uh, 12 fluid ounces. Got to end it correct. We got to end it the right way. I like this can design because it's, it's both embracing the thing we've talked about, like the blue diamonds. But, but they also kind of have their own color scheme. But they got their own color scheme. That's not the only thing going on here. And we got your little, you got your little skull guy. I like I like this. I'm 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 excited to sample this beer. And I liked that little blurb there. The word autumnal. I love. I yeah. love autumnal. Uh, Uber German. Uber um, German. It uh, the idea that this beer goes hiking or something. I like it. I like it. And I'm excited to try it. Now this one straight up said it's not traditional. Yeah. So that's. I wonder if this will taste more like the I've, other. That's, that was my whole okay. thing. I was wondering. Go ahead and crack it open, my friend. You clink. I think that's the closest we've had, actually, on. Yeah, I think it's it's closer. More so than most of them. It's not so, like, hop forward. No, it's definitely more malty than the others. Definitely more malty. I, th I think the flavor balance isn't quite what we're looking for. No, it's it's still like, I don't know. Maybe I just really feel like my Oktoberfest need to be overly biscuit. I like I like more biscuit too. I, know, I just like biscuit. I like this one. I'm enjoying it. No, the, the beers have been good at the end here. At least the tail. Very smooth. We've too. only had one really shitty beer this whole experience. Ooh, that was a bad one. I still got two of those sitting in my fridge. I know, and you'll have Untouched. them there for a very long time. Whoever buys the house next gets those. <laughs> the curse of the house. Mm -hmm. No, it's solid brew. It's clean. Uh, good mouthfeel. Good balance. I like that. I like that. I guess now would be let's just let's just do this because this is our finale. Do we do we have a favorite of beers we've had? I mean, I don't really remember a lot of them. Yeah, I can't think of one that's like sticking out strictly. Aside As from the winner, aside from fucking shells, which we started with, but we know that doesn't get to actually like be a it's, part of the vote. It's not fair. It's it's not fair. It's not fair to have a, a two year. Cha well, I guess it wasn't our champion last year. Our champion last year was the half acre one. Yes, I believe it was our fave last year. Um, here, let me just. I'm just gonna look through real quick. So we had the victory one, the hold my pretzel, which I want to toss into the ocean. Oh, the Gordon Fest was pretty good. Gordon Fest was really Gordon good. Gordon Fest, I like. You know what? That might be the winner. That might be the one. That was that one was of one of the first ones we had. That, that was the first. Uh, it was the first one of the year. That was You're the, right. That was the Shark and Venice one, and that one was very solid. Yeah, and I don't remember the names of the last couple we did because those ones have not been released because we are editing them. Uh, uh, but I we did Ale Schmidt. That's right. We did which Ale Schmidt. Was very beer ass beer. Wait, but wasn't that our last episode? Was Ilshman? it was last episode? We still talked about it. <laughs> we did talk about it. Um, and then the even the um, um, oh golly, the barrel aged one. Um, oh yeah, yeah. 
Those were still kind of just like beer the ass beers. Firestone Walker. Because we said we said beer ass beer several episodes. Several in a row. In a row. I think Gordon Fest might be the champ you know what? of this here one. I'm willing to give, I'm willing to give it to that uh, happy little pooch. I'm into that. That little that little uh, pooch who spread his seed. Dimensional Brewing. <laughs> yes, with Dimensional Dubuque, Brewing. Iowa was it Dubuque? It was hey, we got an Iowa one. An yeah. Iowa one came out on top. Yeah, I'm hey. a, no, I'm, I'm comfortable saying that because we I'm both really that. enjoyed. That I remember one. we both really enjoyed that one. That and it was one very close to on brand. That was more on brand than any of the other ones we've had. Um, I remember enjoying that one quite a bit. I think that's the winner. I think Gordon Fest is the one. This one I'm going to probably put in the top three. It's very good. I'm liking this one. And then what do we think? Victory is the other? Victory was really good. It was was off-brand, but it was was a tasty brew, though. It was a really tasty, just flavorful drink. I mean, all the rest were good. The only one I'll complain about is Hold My Pretzel. That's it. That's the thing. That's the turd of this. We've had one stinker. Most of them have just kind of been in their own genre, but have been tasty brews we've finished them you know we liked them but they just didn't they didn't give us what we were, I the didn't thing have we were that, looking that, for that fall feeling yeah that's you know that's a good point yeah and maybe that's part of what's been we've both been talking that we're both feeling like a little stressed a little thrown off this season it's because we didn't get we didn't get our little comfy flavor yeah we didn't get our you know I feel like a lot I think most of them missed the mark on the malts they just didn't hit the yeah. right combination mm-hmm because the mouthfeels were just not what I want. Well, because remember we talked about too how like I think two or at least two of them, maybe three, but I think two at least were California ones that yes. were like a and those West were, Coast version of they it. They were very dry. They were very dry. They were tasty drinks. Very good. Tasty beer. Beers. Very good beer. I enjoyed them. Would have them again, but they didn't taste like Oktoberfest. No. So there's something there, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, it was a strange year for beer. This was a strange. It was a strange year in general. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna say, I'm gonna, a strange year for beer. It was because we were, we were throwing a lot of weird concepts out. We were, we were taking big swings on movies too that we were, were that weren't paying off. You know what I mean? Um, I guess let's do if you know what we're doing. If we're doing this, let's get this shot of the way too. If we had to pick a movie, what's the movie you're going with? I think for me personally, I got to give it to Nightmare Shark. You read my fucking mind. It would be Nightmare Shark for me too. Because it just gave me so much to think about. Gave me stuff to talk about. Yeah. I had things to think about. There was some fun visual stuff. Not a good movie, but probably the one that held my attention the most. Yes. I liked mm-hmm. Zombie. I know Zombie kind of doesn't really like fit fit as a shark movie, but even that too, I that I, has its own flair for sure. Had its own flair, but also like it's there's moments I liked, but as a whole, I kind of didn't. It felt like it missed the mark a little. Yeah, bit. I certainly got less bored with Nightmare Shark. Yeah, there were parts absolutely. Nightmare, but. Nightmare Shark, I would say, at least tried to pay off its concept the most. Yeah, how about that? Because the other ones didn't. Shark Side of the Moon was clearly a, a pun title, and then... <laughs> shark in Venice. What it, or Sharks uh, in Venice, whichever you want to call it. Uh, yes. It, it doesn't matter how many sharks are in Venice. It was a bad movie. <laughs> you can have all the sharks in Venice. It wouldn't save that movie. Uh, vibrations sucked. It was just a fun record, so we had our good buddy Caleb with us. Are those all the movies? We did a yeah. light, it we was a light really movie light on We did a little light this year. We, we kind of had to. We had to. Listen, we're, we're only human. We have lives. We have jobs. <laughs> we, we have things we going have on. Fragile sanity that needs to stay intact. Yeah, yeah. This was it's, yeah. This one was more about self care than <laughs> than previous years had been. Um. Well, okay. I think that's, that's our a nice little wrap up. I think that's our our Sharktoberfest wrap up. Our our takeaways. 
you know, because we can't, we can't, Jaws and Shells can't win every year. You know what I mean? No, they could technically, but they could and they would. They'd win this year again too. They would, but we have to not be that. Why is the Shells Oktoberfest so fucking? Good? I don't know because I've I've had it twice this it's year. So I know you've had it several. Me times. too. It's so good. It just hits the mark, but also it's not like it's not too much. It's I don't, I just love that beer. So I mean, they are one of the oldest breweries around. And their founders is, you know, straight from Germany. That's true. So perhaps it's just a very old family recipe. It is a a recipe smuggled out of the old country. And I have, I don't want to toot our horn here being in the Midwest, Mm -hmm. but I feel like our Oktoberfest hit the mark a little more than others. Because in the Midwest, a lot of our beers, you'll notice they're just maltier. Yeah. Our IPAs tend to be maltier. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Especially Iowa, Minnesota, kind of in that region, I've really noticed. Oh, for sure. Well, I think it's because you have a lot of German heritage in those places. Yeah, a lot of German heritage in Minnesota, Wisconsin, and yeah, Iowa, and Illinois. Like, yeah, I don't know. So that's my thought is that I think the Midwest really nails it with October. But we also have the best festivals, I would say as well. Well, we 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 like our stuff. I mean, I wouldn't go that far because, like, I mean. You know, you get some wild fests in other parts of the country too. Not necessarily Oktoberfest, but just fests. Well, I'm just in saying. General. I was just saying Oktoberfest. Oktoberfest, yes, yeah, true. Because I know, like lacrosse has a huge one. Like I mentioned, Cincinnati, I believe, well, has a very huge. There's, one. there's too many in Wisconsin. Yeah, you know, because like there's the New Glarus one. There, like you know, there's there's a, a lot of great good ones. Um, I, I think too, we just like in the Midwest. We like heartier things. Is that fair to say? We, yeah, we like heart, we like more full-bodied things. That's what we were talking about. We think those those California ones felt a little more lighter because that's kind of out. The, you know, sort of the culture. It's the culture out there. They they don't have they don't have winters. They have to build up fat for. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. And I have nothing wrong with that. And frankly, all the California ones we had were very tasty. So no, this is I, not, this, I'm not. I, this is not me shitting uh, on I'm California not brewers. On them. It's a different style. It's a style I appreciate. I don't think it fits fully into the Oktoberfest style. No, because I think uh, with West Coast, yeah, I'm going to give them the nod for IPAs because I love a nice, crisp, dry IPA. They've, West Coast IPAs, yeah, you can't. They don't go wrong. It's yeah. fun to dabble around in others. And there is also a cream ale I had that was a California brewery. That's one of the best. Cream ales I've ever. I remember had. you mentioning so, that when you were. I forget the name, but I had it again when I was back in L.A. Damn it! I always forget the name of it. It's one of. It's like. It's so fucking good. It's so. Well, good. you sent me a picture. I remember you were I so know, excited about I it. I know. I can't because I had it again when I was there. I found a, a place that had it. Oh, oh, I can't remember what it's called. Damn it! I keep. I think it's called like California Creamin, but I don't remember the name of the brewery. I'm gonna look it up right now. But I believe that's what's called is California Creamin or Cali Creamin or something like that. It's an uncomfortable beer to order. But it's so goddamn good. Can you creamy with your Cali? Oh, just cream on my Cali. California creaming. Turning safe search off. So let's see. <laughs> Volume up. Yes, I think it's this one. The the Mother Earth Cali Cream and Vanilla Cream Ale, I believe is what it is. Oh, so it's a vanilla. I I I believe it is. It tasted like it. It's it's just one of the prettiest. And just genuinely one of the most delicious beers 
I've had. It's it's a it's it's a joy to drink. So so the, so I, saying all that, I know it's not an Oktoberfest. Saying all that to say, hey, California, listen, we love what you make. Well, and the thing is, listen, East Coast, I love what you make. That's what started Great East Coast beers. the New England IPA. The way IPAs are made now, yeah, that was originated up north, up up in New England. That up area. In New England. I just had recently some Boston Lager. I don't think you can go wrong with that beer. No, as far as uh, just as a down the middle, just like here's a fucking well, beer to, to a down sip the middle on. beer you can find literally anywhere. Yeah, and when I say down the middle too, I mean that in a good way of just like uh, that's like that is like the summit of beer ass beers a little bit. Yeah, and when I say that, it's it's not as it's not an insult. It's not a dismissal thing. It's a just like I want to give you just a beer that tastes like a fucking beer. It's refreshing. It's crisp. It's comfortable. And there it is. And it's you like know? it's not gonna fuck up what you're eating because some beers will do that. Some like you know. Really oh, specific that, beers? Uh, that more s'more we just drank before we started. You can't from have that with something Boulevard. else. That would fuck up a lot of things. You can't have that with other stuff. That's too much. That's too much going on. Even something like darkness, surly darkness that we love. You can't pair that with everything. No, that's gonna that's gonna be off with certain things. Well, you can't pair it with a hot day. It's not gonna go. Well. No, good point. <laughs> good point. Boston Lager. I think that's one of those year round. It is. It's just malty enough. It's yeah. dry enough. Because I because I got that because I had the their they had a variety pack that had their Oktoberfest in it that also tasted a little off brand this year. Uh, they had a fest beer. I, know, I think we talked about this, but they had a fest beer that was fine. It was it was pretty light on flavor, so I didn't suggest us trying it. And they had a, a pumpkin spice one called Jacko that I didn't hate actually. I'm not a big pumpkin spice guy, but that one wasn't bad. The best thing in the pack though was the Boston Lager because you have that, and I'm just like, "Fuck, this is a good." Beer. I always forget how good it is, then I have it, you and I'm like, "Boston do, Lager is a good fucking beer." You do forget because it's it's also a hoppy lager. It's a hoppy which lager. wasn't a thing that was done much back no. in the day. It's done more now, but like, it was one of the first like lagers yeah. that had hops in it. And like we talked about too, which, it's a mass produced beer. You know what's good. funny though too? There's a new trend right now called mm-hmm. cold IPAs. Okay. What that means is they're making IPAs with lager yeast. Oh, okay. So really, I mean, Boston Lagers, the idea has been around because Boston Lagers fairly hoppy for... True. They just didn't call it something else. They yeah. just said, we're a lager. We're a good Boston Lager. Anyway, hats off All to right. you, Sam Adams. I know a guy named Sam Adams, by the Do way. Do you? Now. Yeah. I have a comedian out of uh, Denver that I met. His name is Sam Adams. And he became friends with... The, he had great stories about the brewers, the main guy, uh, Jim, uh, Jim Cook. Jim Cook from... They became friends because they like saw him at something. He's like, oh, your name is Sam Adams. I'm going to fly you out for a thing. And so they did. And they're like, they've become friends. And all of his stories were really fun of him just going out, hanging out with Jim Cook in fucking Boston for like Sam Adams Fest. I'm like, that's great. <laughs> awesome. Shout out to Sam Adams. Funny comedian. He's a good guy. Uh, <laughs> anyway, that was a weird little tribute we did to both California beers and Sam Adams. Not what we're talking about here. Uh, I will say sipping back on this Rheingeist. Yeah, I'm, I'm confident putting this in my top three, I think. Yes. Upon... Uh, Another drink that yeah. I just had? Yeah, it's sitting good. It's more on brand than a lot of the other ones. Still still not fully there, but I'm, I'm enjoying it. It's got good flavor, good mouthfeel. I like it. So I'm going to go Gordon. I'm going to go Victory. going to go Ryan Geist. That, you know what? I'm going to follow you. Perfect. I like it. In the movies, I'm going Nightmare Shark. Zombie. Zombie. What else did we watch? Nothing else good, right? Can we just do those two? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right. I'll say I mean, uh, vibrations. Vibrations. Yeah. <laughs> that was a 
I was going but to usually, say that. But usually we don't count the Rogue movie in the, in the thing. I'm Mer- going to this year because I don't okay. like, I did not like the Because the first movie, didn't, we, we didn't count the first year because then Tremors would get second behind Jaws. Yeah. So that's I, why we didn't count it last year. I don't the, care. The this year, year we are. Cause that's fair. That's fair. I'll do that. I loathe the other show. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I have to hey. be again. So. Well, I think that's a perfect time because we also, I think we did our intro. So we yeah. can just get into the next deal. So you go you go invite yourself to a, to a wee-wee. I like how we now are inviting ourselves to peace. Well, I mean, you kind of do it in the middle of us talking. So I've just, I've chose to embrace it. <laughs> Would you say I barge my way into a pee? <laughs> yeah, you kick the door into a piss. That's what you really do. <laughs> vast and unknown depths of the ocean how could there have been only one jaws five currently unreleased do we okay do we start with a title or do we let the title come as we develop Um, the movie what do you think so i think i already have a title excellent let me let me hear that i think jaws resurfaced that's great Right, because water and everything. Yeah, because I'm because in four two was Jaws the Revenge, and because it's so f- far out from the others. Yeah, yeah. No, I like so that. That. that was my so yeah. I mean that was that was just my initial thought was Jaws like resurfaced. Jaws resurfaced. I'm not sure which what what the syntax would be. Yeah, on it, let's but let's it's let's lock it in for now. It'll and be some it, some throughout if something else pops up. But I think for now I like that. Yeah. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna go jot it. I got a, I got a little pad of paper. I'm gonna I'm jot, gonna jot it down. I'm yeah. gonna jot some notes down as we're doing it. Because you can't just call it Jaws Five, right? No, no, no. Not in this day and age. No, you're not allowed to just number movies anymore. No. That's not. That'd be like just being Top Gun Two, right? No. That hasn't been allowed since Iron Man Three, right? <laughs> Numbers have been outlawed ever since then. I'm I'm surprised and delighted when a movie actually just has a fucking number in the title. It's different, isn't it? You're Never happens confused because you're waiting for you're waiting to hear more. I'm waiting for their dumb fucking subtitle tagline, yeah. and then I have to decide. I guess that's another reason why I kind of like the Fast and Furious franchise is like they work in the numbers, but not really. Right. <laughs> they choose to do a number sometimes, but sometimes they dodge it. Because what? Because four was Fast and Furious instead of the Fast. And well, the, Furious. the second is too fast, too furious. That's right. Okay, let's let's. Sorry, this is a tangent. Let's go through that real quick. So the Fast and the Furious, too fast, too furious. Fast and Furious, Tokyo Drift. Yep. Fat or there was the Fast and the Furious, Tokyo Drift. Four is Fast and Furious. They dropped all the thes. Fast five. So they put a number in. They did do that. So they did fast five. Oh, what is six? Six is is six Fast and Furious six? You better you better uh, get the Jugal machine going. I might have to Jugal that one. I forget what that one's called. Because I remember I remember seven is called Furious Seven. Okay. What's Fast? Is one of them just called like Fast Fast Eight or Fast Nine? Uh. Okay, so fast. It is Fast and Furious Six. So fast and Furious Six. Furious Seven, Fate of the Furious. There you is go. Eight. They did a they did a pun. They did a little rhymey pun. Fate, yeah, yeah, yeah I get it. And then uh, the ninth one is, is it called F Nine. I believe it's called F F Nine, the Fast Saga or some shit. I've seen I've seen this fucking garbage too. Oh, it's just it's just called F Nine. I thought so. Yeah, yeah. 
It's just called F F nine colon the Fast Saga is where it's known internationally. Oh, internationally, it's known as Fast and Furious Nine. So in, it's outside of America, they were just like that's stupid. They're just, like, no, 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 just just number them. Do you want people to go? <laughs> Can you just number them, please? Because that's stupid. That's so stupid. Uh, anyway, sorry. Okay, tangent. Weird tangent. We're back. We're back. But that that's the closest we've gotten to just numbers in titles. Yeah. I can't remember the last Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, but even that had volume in it, you know. And yeah. That was a, and that was a off the tapes and stuff too, you know. No, I, I yeah, I, I hear what you're saying though. It makes sense because yeah, they don't insidious. They don't really just do. We don't do numbers two. anymore. No, that's a good point. We got to do a bunch of other shit and give it a little. Because it's got to be clever. Everyone's got to be clever. I think it's because every they. I wonder if there's like a thing either psychologically or just what they want to like for ticket sales kind of thing of like if you number it you're hurting your ticket sales because well, yeah because then like you're not going to draw on people who haven't heard of the first one yeah maybe you're they're trying to trick people yeah but it, but also if you release them with just kind of vague titles it's like oh it's just the next chapter in the blank series so who kind of cares is maybe that what it is i don't know i don't know i don't know i don't know but we definitely know we can't just call it Jaws 5. We cannot. If you release a movie right now called Jaws 5, it'll get laughed out of the theaters. So Jaws resurfaced or TBA is what yeah. we'll go with. We'll start with that. Love we'll it. start with that. Love it. Now, uh, crack that open if you're going to do it. Just do it now. Get me. Yes. Fuel me. Fuel me with your Foley. Um, what were you about to say, though? Next, um, should we nail down our main cast? Well... Or what do you think? Do you I want think, cash? Do you want... Uh, I think we need to almost recap a little bit of where we're coming from. That makes sense. Yeah, Of yeah. what we're following yeah. a little bit. Good call. I think then that will inform... Let's cover what happened. Yes. Very, very briefly. Yes. Jaws, we've talked about ad nauseum. I think we know the story of Jaws. Brief summation. Uh, you got your three main characters. You got your, your Martin Brody. You got your Matt Hooper. You got your Quint. Um, Quint, we know, dies. Uh, Brody has his family, his wife, Ellen, his two sons, Michael and Sean. These are your main characters. We got your your mayor, too, you know, uh, Mayor Vaughn. We got that situation. Uh, do I need to cover the plot of Jaws? There's a fucking shark. There's, no. There's a shark. No. There's a shark. Once we move into Jaws 2... Now we have weird. We have a weird situation on Jaws two. Jaws two is weird because Jaws two is my least favorite of yes. the Jaws movies because and I'll cover. My, I'll cover I it for Jaws you. Two. The town has had has somehow gotten amnesia that yeah a, a shark attacked them, right? Yeah, they, they've chosen to forget somehow. The, well, the movie the movie doesn't decide if Jaws one happened or not. Yeah. It's really cagey. This isn't in, in like an Evil Dead Two situation where it's kind of just a remake of the movie. No, uh, the only character who seems to know the first one happened is Brody. Yeah, it, it's he's stuck in this weird Truman Show situation. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> where he seems to know and realize something that no one else does. Uh, he's he's stuck in a, a <laughs> an Amity simulator. The <laughs> Yeah, something I, that one's cagey because for for a while watching that movie, I'm like, oh, 
are they just pretending like Jaws 1 didn't happen? But then he has the scenes where he's like, oh, if one shark got killed, would other sharks know it? Yeah. Implying well, that well, the first shark got killed. And then he loses his job because he's firing a gun on the oh, beach. that's right. He's just shooting like at the ocean. At the ocean. Yeah. I th- that's a movie, and we talked about this in the, our Jaws 2 review from two years ago. Go listen to that. We really we dig deep into that one, so I don't want to do it now. Um, that's just a movie where I think if the, if they would have really leaned into that direction, I think could have been a good movie. Well, and that movie was clearly just like the studio had to have a sequel. Had to have a and sequel. And they didn't know what to do with Brody, so they just had a bunch of teenagers out on the water. Right. Well, because they, yeah, they just kind of turned into a slasher movie, and... Uh, Roy Scheider was forced to do it out of contractual contractual obligations. He yes. didn't want to do it. He was not pleased. Spielberg made sure he didn't sign on to that deal. And by this point, Spielberg had gotten pretty powerful, too, because that was 80... Or no, that was 78. Yeah, because didn't he move on? Because he had done um, uh, Close Encounters by then, right? With Yeah, Close Encounters was 77. Yeah, and he had done that with... Um, with Dreyfus. With Dreyfus, yeah. 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 No, Spielberg was already becoming a mogul by that point, so he didn't have to do a fucking thing Universal told him to, but Roy Scheider was stuck in a contract there. So yeah, because he, he had signed probably a three-picture deal. I think that's usually the standard. And uh, I think I think it was a two-picture deal, and that's why he was in okay. the two. I, I, think, I think at least they made him do it. Well, like, the studios will sign you yeah. for movies. Well, this thing, I don't even know if he was signed on for a sequel to Jaws, because yeah, they didn't. They had no just, faith in Jaws, but he was signed on for another the picture. studio, yeah. With the, yeah, that's how they used to do that, where it's like, you yeah. gotta make cut movies here. And that still exists, but mostly for directors. Right. That's where you have, like, you know, um, Christopher Nolan agreed to do Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises if he got to make Prestige. You'll you'll deal yeah. With, there's there's more give and take with that. You have, you have a little more. You know, directors will have that with like uh, I'll make one for you if you let me make one for me. Like you yeah. have you have more of that but stuff. Back in the day, it was like it was it was almost like uh, actors were football players signed to a team for, kind for of, you know for a certain of, amount of yeah. time. And the further back you go, the more it is. You like do that. see a lot I'm of like, that. Yeah, like yeah. oh sorry, like they're sorry that uh, she's owned by RKO. You yeah. get, good luck getting her out of that contract. And she's got to make. She got a ten picture deal with RKO. Yeah, and some studios were cool where they'd give you options. You could pass yeah. on movies. Yeah, but sometimes. In Roy Scheider's case, they'd kind of force you into he got one. Kind of, they wanted to make this sequel, and especially since they they didn't have Spielberg, they didn't have Dreyfus. You know, they couldn't bring. Oh, back they needed Clint. Some, something. Here's who we have to pull into it. So they they forced him to do that. But so uh, that one, that one, canon wise, I don't think is going to affect no. too much. My, my only thought was we could potentially bring in a couple of the teenagers as locals still. If we happen to be in now, most of them Amity? die though. That's most true. Of the, I most know. Most of yeah. them die. There was one that made it. She makes it towards the end. I'm sorry. I have to. I have. I have my my little uh, tabs open here for Jaws stuff. Um, yeah, I believe there was a character named Jackie who survived to the end. She was friends. Okay, and I thought if with, we if we uh, wanted to do a cameo with her, just as like a nod to the fans. Yeah. But we don't have to. Jaws 2 is the one I think is the most skippable because a lot of the characters who were iconic in the Jaws franchise who are in that movie are those from act- the first movie. Well, and they're also they those act- Those actors ha- have passed. Yeah. Because uh, actors we we have lost from those first two movies. I mean, Roy Scheider has since passed. He's yes. al- he's passed in the franchise as well, but Roy Scheider uh, has passed. Uh, the um, mayor. 
Murray Hamilton. He passed he, pretty early, right? Yeah, he passed away in '86, so that was right before they made Jaws four. So he 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 was because that's why he's not in Jaws four because they tried to bring back as many people as they could in the Amity stuff. Oh, yeah, but uh, he had passed. And I didn't realize too until I was reading this again that um, the uh, the hotel lady the, the that's that's not funny. That's I don't not think that's funny. funny. I didn't realize in Jaws four she's actually the mayor. Oh, I did. So when she either I didn't realize that in the movie, but in like the the text about it, they're just like she's she's now the mayor. Uh, that actress has also passed. She has passed. Uh, so has uh, uh, Mrs. Kittner. Kittner. Yeah, I had a feeling she has also passed. So so some of our main townsfolk are gone. Yeah, which is a hit because I mean you know for being side characters, strangely iconic, very impactful. Yeah, very impactful, very um, iconic. Um. So, but the beyond that though. Uh, the Brody family makes it through that. Um, so the actors from the movie, mm-hmm. uh, one of the sons has passed. Of who played one of the sons? Uh-huh. But uh, by the time we get to Jaws 4, the character Michael has been recast, so we can probably use well, that actor. So Michael has been played by a different actor in every single movie. Yes. He has not been played by the same actor once. I think Sean is the same way. Yes. So once we get into Jaws 3 or Jaws 3D, um, that is now following Michael mainly. I believe, I, be, I believe both parents are still alive. I think, I think they reference Martin Brody still being alive in that one too. I know it doesn't matter because Roy Scheider is passed right. anyway. I'm just going through the canon. Um, but this is where we follow Michael Brody mostly. This is where he's played by uh, Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid, um, who I think there's some star power we can't ignore. So that's why we're bringing that up. I don't remember who plays him in the first two movies child actor and then a teen actor but then you got Dennis Quaid and Dennis Quaid's still in the game so Dennis Quaid is kind of my vote to reprise the role the age of Dennis Quaid fits better I think for what we have going on for what we have now yeah 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 because he would have been in his 20s when that movie came out in the I want to say like 80 when did that one come out 83 yeah I almost said 82 so I was close Um, but I feel like he's young enough still to give us some action you know what I'm saying? I, th- I think he can still come in as a, a veteran character of the franchise. Because what I'm envisioning is what these movies do now. Um, I'm thinking, thinking the you know the new Ghostbusters, thinking Star Wars, Force Awakens, think where it's like, oh, we're gonna bring back our classic characters, but really we're we just have using, a new cast. we're using them to set up the new version of them, right? And that's what I'm. I'm kind of. Is that what you're leaning towards? I think that's what the studio would want, and that's what I'm going. Again, we have to kind of make this. We do. In we mind. have to think about the studio. We have to think about what's what's going to sell tickets. What's the studio want? So we got to also set up for what a new Jaws franchise would be. That's true. A, a new one too. Jurassic Park. Remember they just yes. brought back everyone, but because, it's also like who gives a shit? Because in the eyes of the studio, if Jaws five succeeds, we're making three more movies. We're making six, seven, eight. Yeah, for sure. That's a great point. Jaws awakens. Jaws, <laughs> Jaws rises. Jaws breaches. Uh, Jaws breaches. Not for this one, but I think one of the sequels. Jaws, Jaws, Jaws the breach. Oh, there you go. The breach. That's something. That's yeah. something. And then we just kind of. And re- then we do. And like- then eventually we we devolve to Jaws in space. Hmm. Where Vin Diesel rides, <coughs> we're bringing him in. Huh? Jaws into space. Jaws. Oh, I'm trying to think of a good space title. 
Jaws. Jaws Constellation. <laughs> Constellation Jaws. Constellation Jaws. Um, Jaws Galaxy. Yeah. Um, so that's Jaws 3D, though. It follows mainly Michael. I believe Sean is in that one, too. Um, yeah, I believe he dies in that one, correct? No. He does not. No, his girlfriend does. They're in the water. I don't know if that happens. Right? Not girlfriend. Maybe just... I don't know if that happens, but but uh, but Michael has a girlfriend in that one. Yeah, um, is it Leo? No, Leah Thompson is not his girlfriend. She's like a friend in that. Okay, but once we get into Jaws four, Michael is married to a different woman entirely. Entirely, yeah. And they have a young daughter. Um, I want to get this out of the way. Ooh, this okay. is this is really grim. I think we covered it. I can't remember. Um, but they had a daughter in the movie played by a young actress. This young actress, her and her mother were murdered by their father when she was 10 years old. So that we have to kind of decide what we want to do with that. Does Michael have a daughter? Do we want to? Or I'm I'm thinking, here's my thinking. Can I stop for just a quick second? Please. Is this the same actress who voiced Ducky in Land Before Time? Land Before Time? I don't know if she did Land Before Time. I know she was the voice of the main girl in uh, All Dogs Go to Heaven. That was actually her last performance and was released posthumously. Can we too. look? I can that I can up. look that up right now. This is really grim. Sorry. This is, yeah. Sorry, just keep skipping. Keep skipping if you don't like this. But I saw that cuz I was trying to find like, "Oh, is that is this like an actress who's still around that we could bring back in?" I was like, "It was a bummer." Um Yeah, good grab, dude. Yeah, she did she was the voice of Ducky. Okay. Land Before Time, she was the voice of Anne-Marie in All Dogs Go to Heaven. She was she was creating a nice little career. Listen, she had done bright a lot. future. Bright future. Stolen by some stolen, fucking asshole. Stolen by a real piece of shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Murder-suicide caused three deaths. She was 10 years old. Sorry for bringing that up. It's Ugh. disgusting. Um, but, you know, I was I was looking into people, and so that's a thing I had to read today, and I guess sorry. I made y'all deal with it, too. Uh, <laughs> very sad. Very, very sad. Um but so that's not the girlfriend from Jaws 3, though, and they went through a whole thing together at the SeaWorld stuff with Jaws do, being there. So do we work with that? Well, here's what I'm thinking. Okay. Because I'm coming from a studio basis, right? So the other girl, like you mentioned, was Leah Thompson. She's still someone who's got uh, not necessarily cachet, but she's got some nostalgia points to it. Yes. And that's what we're definitely going for. So what I'm thinking is in this one, Michael is divorced. So we don't really have to deal with any of that stuff. We can do a call, but we can like show the wife. I'm thinking the daughter, maybe we just don't address we it. We don't touch that. Yeah. We don't need that necessarily. Um, No, I think. Yeah, I think. But the, now, now throughout the movie, though, there's a reason why him and Leah Thompson now are maybe as the adult, you know, yeah. they have a relationship now is what i'm thinking and leah thompson so are we starting with them having that or is there going to be a meet, nope i think that's re- I, th- I think that's a build through the movie yeah okay and we, we can talk about that i think we should get through the canon here and then we start building we start moving those parts around because i'm yeah, not yeah let's let's finish this part. any of the jaws five stuff i'm not i'm not married to yet but these are these are just initial things yeah because his girlfriend in um jaws 3d is k played by bess armstrong um, and then Leah Thompson, she plays. Where's her fucking character? Uh, she plays Kelly. So I'm gonna write down Kelly. Here. Yeah, we're gonna need that name for sure. 
Leah Thompson. I believe also who makes it through uh, Jaws 3D is um, Calvin, played by Louis Gossett Jr., who is still alive. He did make it? He did. <laughs> he did make what? it. What? I know they were all in that room when uh, Terrible Jaws puppet broke through the glass. I, I believe he did. Okay. I believe he made it through. I can I can double check that. I don't know if we're gonna necessarily want to use him, but I also love me some Louis Gossett Jr. So I'm also if there's an opportunity, I would like to throw him. And, and even I was, if it's a cameo, that would make me. And I was kind of surprised he was still alive. Not in a mean way. I just I just he seemed like one of those guys we had lost, but he's still he's still around, man. Well, we've lost so many this year alone. This year, who have we lost? Oh yeah, we lost yeah, a lot that's this year. True, that's true. Um. Then we move into Jaws for the Revenge. Now this is where we lose a main mem- we lose two members of the Brody family. Yeah, right away. Because Martin Brody has died from a oh, heart that's attack. Right. Well, yeah, the bro- of course the brother didn't die because he dies the beginning of this. The movie. The beginning of the movie, Sean Brody is killed. He is killed by a shark. So, and they established that yeah, Roy he- Scheider, or I mean, because Roy Scheider was still alive by this point. Yeah, but they killed Martin Brody. Right. Um, well, because so- yeah, because Sean Brody's on the boat and he gets his arm tucked into his his jacket. Yeah, by the shark. It's a it's a rough injury to tuck, tuck your arm into your jacket. <laughs> um, so they're killed. Uh, so yeah, Sean is killed. Uh, then Ellen joins Michael in the Bahamas, where he is studying with uh, Jake, played by Mario Van Peebles, who we've discussed. There is some. Uh, there's some controversy there. There, there's. We got two versions out there. Release the Van Peebles cut, you know, where he, yeah, he lives. Justice for Peebles. So I'm, I'm willing. This one I'm willing to, you know, play around with, depending okay. how we do that. But also, this is where Ellen starts her relationship with Hoagie, um, one of the best characters of cinema history, <laughs> um, and podcast history. I miss him. I hope he shows up one day. He will. He's he, he's always off on a new adventure, evading the law. He's very elusive. Very elusive. I hope I hope he shows up at some point. Um, but so we we have Hoagie, uh, who is still, of course, on the docket because Sir Michael Caine is thankfully still with us as of this recording. But oh, don't put that juju out well, there. Well, but because you never know when, like, a sentient being from another world is going to come down and demand our greatest. That's true. That's what I'm saying. I don't know when we're going to get Thanos. Very fair. And if we get Thanos, we're probably losing Michael, and that's just how it's going to go. Yeah, he's a treasure. He's a treasure. So, just saying, just saying. I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Tomorrow, that's, that's uh, fair. Tomorrow, being from another dimension, will come and demand the best of us, and it will take Michael from us. So that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. That's what I'm covering right now. That's the ground I'm covering. She said it was coming. What do you mean she said it was coming? Oh shit! So I, I think we're doing okay now. I think if we really go with how we have, we got Ellen Brody, who uh, Lorraine Gary is still with us. I don't think she's acted in quite some time, but I think uh, could, old, I think uh, some money could fix that. I think old Benjamin Franklin could change her coming back for a yeah. couple scenes to phone her in. And I think we, in our brief discussion, decided she will not be a main character in a movie. Uh, I, no, I'd like her to be a main character, but like again, I think it's like you have her... And Michael are your here's your old guard, but we spend a lot of time introducing who our new characters are, who yeah. we have to invent. Yes. This is our challenge, I think. Okay. So 
so I think why they would be a great place to start from is well, where... No, I think they're the opening of the movie, for sure. Not the cold open, but right after. Well, yeah, I, I think there are our kickoff. There yeah. are... Because I think at this point, too, for how important Ellen Brody is to the franchise, she's, you know, she's our... Uh, well, she's kind of the anchor. Well, she, she's our, our Laurie Strode. She's our, uh, yeah, the you know... the final girl. She's our final girl. Yeah. She's she's faced off with the shark three times because she's in one, two, and four. You know, um, Michael Brody's the Michael and Shot. Excuse me, big burp. Michael and Sean are the only characters to be in all four movies. Sean is killed though at the start of the fourth, so Michael is I think our anchor. Michael's our anchor, I think. Yes, and I think we we get Dennis Quaid. Yeah. I do also like the actor Lance Guest who plays him in Jaws 4. I'm thinking it would be fun to just work him like into a cameo. a cameo, a side cameo. character. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, kind like of a thing. nod, a nice nod. Yeah, a nod of being like, Lance Guest did good work, but we got Dennis Quaid. Yeah. We got we to gotta go with Dennis Quaid. Um, we have to have Hooper because we still have. And Hooper is canonically still alive. Yes. So And, and the great Richard Dreyfus is still with us. Yes. Hooper is coming to this movie 1000% wouldn't make it without him. And I think he needs to be kind of our wild card cuz he's always he always was kind of a wild card. I think a little bit. Yeah. So so our old guard at this point is going to be Michael, Ellen, Hoagie, and Hooper. Perfect. So these are our characters who are going to be really anchoring this us. This is this is the legacy cast. This is the legacy cast. That's a great way to put it. That's our legacy cast. Um I think we can also bring in I would love to see I think Kelly, Leah Thompson's character yeah. come in. Um, I'm I'm in and out on Mario Van Peebles. I, f- I don't think we need him. I think I think a cameo maybe. I think you know what? I think just a nice mention, just like a phone call, like Michael's Something talking from to Jake, him. talking to Jake. Yeah, yeah. Maybe uh, same thing with with Calvin Louis Gossett Jr.'s character could be just a maybe a background. There's a new Sea World opening or yeah. something. He's on the TV. Like, yeah, not, nothing. I don't think they'd have main plots, but, you, you know, know. that'd be funny, yeah, if he was on a commercial. Like, we st- we open almost on a commercial of him introducing a Sea World, and oh, Ellen Brody's fun. watching it. That could be fun. Something Ellen and like Hoagie that. are watching it on something TV. Like something like that. There could be something there, yeah. Very so, subtle, very subtle. So here's my thought. I want to pitch this to you. Here's my thought on where I think Ellen Brody is now. Um, I think her and Hoagie... I think they live in like fucking Arizona or something. They live in a desert. A thousand they, percent. They are landlocked. She is done living with water because she lived in Amity for so long and then she took the trip to the Bahamas and then the shark followed her, at least in her mind. That's how we're going to kind of play it, I think, in this movie a little bit. Um, oh, yeah. we. I don't want any of the psychic connection that was hinted at in 4. No. If there's things we're leaving behind, I want to leave that behind. But but I think we can still keep it as an internal thing. Yes. Not no, a real yeah, yeah. thing. I don't want it to be She's canon. convinced herself yes. Yes. of that. And I think her and Michael aren't on good terms anymore because Michael, that boy has never stopped being a marine biologist. With no. everything he's gone through. He sticks because even after Jaws 3D and all that shit happens, he still studies sharks yes. in the Bahamas. Michael has a passion, and he's had two incidences, right? I mean, I and mean, now it's been what 20, 30 years since he's had one, so he's still doing stuff in the water. He's still doing well, and I think he's he's going to be our anchor to be like, listen, like I, I, because I think he could be kind of famous. What I'd love to do in this one is actually play on the legacy of those movies. Of be like, oh, here's the man 
who has survived these th- technically four different shark encounters because he almost got attacked in the first Is one. It- he was there for the stuff in two. Three and four, so he's maybe he's maybe like the most he's maybe he's famous. Maybe he's like maybe he's like a travel channel. Is it show. too on the nose that he's written a book, or do you want to have a TV show? I actually like the TV showing. I like the TV show because you know maybe what? He's that got- adds some kind of fun scenes with like camera crew getting killed later in the movie. That's what I'm. Thinking. That's really there could fun. be something there. Is he's got this kind of he, he's oh, what if he's like kind of a shark hunter almost like embraces but, it, but not in killing them and like no he's no a, not hunter. Like, I'm sorry, just like a, a studier. He's filming him, yeah. filming him. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. like he's like not only has he survived these moments, but he's still got this passion for sharks and he wants to protect sharks. Yeah. I think might still be so he can be that because that's how he was in four too. He still loved sharks even though sharks were had picked off. You know, and, and threatened his family and stuff. Well, because even when he sees Jaws in the fourth one, the first time, he's not really terrified. He's just no. like, whoa. Yeah. He's, he's got a love for marine life. So I, so I, and think, I think that's a great uh, homage to Peter Benchley, who read my fucking mind. Okay. Read my fucking mind. Absolutely. Someone who was studying sharks wrote this thing, made sharks villains, but he's like, so maybe that's part of Michael's thing is he's yes, always. Yes, because, like, in his name, or his family's name, lots of sharks have been killed. And his mission is to to turn that around. Well, lots of sharks have been killed and also throughout his family's, you know, stories. Sharks are the villains, and he's trying to counter that story. And Ellen hates that shit. Yes, that's why they don't talk anymore. That's why they don't talk. Ellen hates that shit. Because she's like, no, that those fucking sharks took my son she's so convinced they tortured your father he died of a fucking heart attack yeah because he couldn't handle being the police of uh, you know the the police chief of this fucking seaside town any fucking more and it it basically it killed him and they've tortured me and he sees it just more of like a like an animal he sees that as an animal he yeah. sees he sees it as the way a marine biologist it's just would. nature he knows that he's just been in these wrong places yes the odds of him being in those wrong places at the wrong time are astounding but he still respects sharks and he respects what they are. All right. We're fucking on to something. Buddy. I'm liking I'm liking this. This might actually be a good shark <laughs> I'm movie. I'm liking it. I mean, it'd be bad, but I think it'd be good. Now, I think we have to have a reason now. And this is where I think, oh, 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 oh. I think we found it. Okay. Because I was thinking, now we need a reason to get the Brodies back to Amity. So I think the show that Michael does, the network, like the, maybe there's like a big new like centennial or sesquicentennial thing for Amity. And they want to bring back the Brodies who are fucking famous in that town because of all their shark shit. Because I think now we should lean into what Jaws 2 should have fucking done, where Amity is like Shark Town USA. It is the town where these shark things happen. Yes. And they were wild and crazy. The, a shark took down a boat and they blew it up. Isn't that one of the most amazing stories in history? So they make so much money off of this yeah, shit. Yeah, I think now. I have an idea too. D- tell me. Okay, since Brody's on a shark show, we've yeah. decided, right? Mm-hmm. I think maybe in like our earlier episode, early part of the movie, we kind of show that Hoagie and Ellen are struggling with bills because they don't really have any skills out in Arizona. Hoagie's not flying. So they have to go do the show to make some money. I, I think either that or. I, th- I think that's a, a, a perfectly good justification. Or also, the show keeps pushing Michael to do this like special back in Amity, and then Th- keep, no, that has to be part of it too. And then they keep pressuring him to get his family back. And maybe also we have a little scene where he goes to Arizona. He pitches it to Ellen. She, you know, freaks out, kicks him out. 
but then he has maybe a side little scene where he talks to Hoagie because Hoagie like gets it and Hoagie maybe maybe Hoagie and Michael are on good terms maybe they keep in touch and then we have a little quiet scene where like Ellen's in her bedroom just upset and then Hoagie comes in and he's just like you've always talked about how you want to rekindle your relationship with Michael this is the perfect chance he's, yeah that's better I actually do like that he's yeah. coming to your doorstep begging you to go home with him it's just a silly little island it's just a little just go visit it the odds of something happening are astounding and I think you'll be happy you went home that kind of thing yeah yeah no I like that so I, th- I think I think Hoagie can be kind of our our uh, our voice of reason he can be our heart of the movie a little yeah. bit, our, our emotional anchor of the movie a little bit so he's able to convince uh, Ellen to go back to Amity and this this is something you and I have talked about ahead of time I want to pitch it right now uh, back to you but also to the audience because we need a new mayor Amity needs a new mayor you and I both talked this is long this is months ago that we first discussed <laughs> yeah this. this was a very long so time so I know you ago. don't remember this but I'm going to repitch it to you I think you're still going to like it that mayor is played by John Hamm oh yes who's a more charming man yeah and he is the second mayor Vaughn he's mayor Vaughn's son yeah but he also became the mayor of Shark Town oh yeah to to capitalize on what happened yeah. like I mean that's his thing he's he has learned now how instead to turn all this well, there's, crazy there's shit, a reason it's now Shark Town and we can have a great scene of him being just like you know listen, listen my dad tried to deny it and run from it I ran towards it and well, I brought this hey, town prosperity. It's his, platform. it's his platform. It's his platform. And Amity is doing great. Maybe things are starting to hurt now because there hasn't been a shark thing in a long time. But maybe he turned around once he took over. He made Amity a big town. So I think now Amity too. I think we have a little thing of like, yes, there's the sleepy seaside stuff. There's also a little bit of the the shitty like suburban. All right. This is really bad. Yeah. But it's so bad. I love it. <laughs> Did he... Is he chumming the waters for a great white? No, okay. I don't. I don't think so. I okay. don't think so. I think, like he's, I said, it was bad. <laughs> I was. I was a stretch. I was reaching. Here's the thing. If this were made by the Sci-Fi Channel, yes, yes. <laughs> that did, see, we've watched too many bad shark movies. To no, where I'm just no. If 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 he was the sheriff, if this was Asylum. If he was yes. the sheriff in Shark Night, a thousand percent. Yes, absolutely. But I think I think he has found a way to just profit off of the experience of that town because I think too we show little glimpses of the town having those like shitty little uh, you know coffee shop you know kind of like the you know when you get towards like the the west side of town here wherever you get the every town has that where you have those little strip malls of like you know restaurants and coffee shops that are just like they themed look, they look the same yeah. They look the same, that same kind of kitschy, just, you know, suburban America kind of shit. Amity's starting to have some of that, maybe, is what I'm thinking. Can we have a little scene where it's like a children's play and it's like the first Jaws where, like, Bruce is getting on the boat? (laughs) Just like a real quick... Uh, Or is that too much? It's a little on the nose, but I also don't hate it. I also don't hate it, though. There might just be a middle ground. The town is so capitalizing on it. Well, because I think I think no matter what, once Ellen comes back and then she sees the Fourth of July celebration is no longer about the Fourth of July. No, it's about Jaws. It's all it's shark shit. Oh yeah, everywhere. She's gonna lose her mind. It's shark shit everywhere. So she hates it, and Hoagie's just being like, "Just get it through the weekend, love." You know, they're just they're just having all that stuff right. Um, and 
I don't know how to bring her into it, but I think this is where we could also bring in Leah Thompson as Kelly, just because why not? Uh, and I think I know I we think, have to figure out a way to rope her in. And I think she's a great nostalgia get because she's so '80s, and that's how we are right oh, now. Oh, to get Leah Thompson would be a prime. And she's still in the game. She, she's mostly directing now, but I think we could totally. We to- she wants to make a Howard the Duck sequel. I which, know. I've heard that. Which, like, you know what? Fucking hats off to her. I'd love please, to see her do it. Please. Um, but uh, I think if she shows up somehow or. That's the thing. How do we. I mean, to get her to Amity would be the tough part. Oh, you know, I think it could just be. If she still works as a marine biologist, too, and the show. Oh, we need an extra person out here. You know who's on the East Coast? We found, and and then like they say the name, he's like, who? And then she turns around. One and of then, those. But then it's her, and it's yeah. like so she just happens to be like the person they could get to come assist with the shoot because she's also on the East Coast. Maybe. Yeah. Something like that. I think we, that's could, a, we could work something. Like I think that. that's a lazy, shitty way to get her there. Just to it's have a them, very studio way to do it. Yeah. Just to have them have a little weak rekindling of relationship. Now here's where we enter our real challenge. How do we get a new cast involved with this? Yes. Now, we did talk about Michael potentially having a son played by Jack Quaid. God, I do like Jack Quaid a ton. I like Jack Quaid. Just the fact that I like him so much as an actor, I want to go down this path. Yeah, because I think Michael Brody should be divorced from who he was with. We could have even had, you know, in the amount of time, he could have had another relationship, had a son, potentially. Yeah. Or maybe maybe him and Kelly, after he got divorced, him and Kelly had a relationship. Yeah, that could be they too. broke That'd be, up. Be a lot easier yeah, to Yeah. They broke up and had a son and he know and he has a son, but he he's he's estranged from his son. That or he's like a producer on the show is my only other thought. His son? Yeah. Jack. Yeah, either either he's got like his 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 son is in the business yeah. or they have an estranged relationship. Some it's it's I mean it's one of those fucking two. Right. And they could they could not like each other and work together on the show. The lazier, simpler way would be to just have him be on the show. That's probably how it would be done. <laughs> it would be if it was the studio. Yes, he would just be. But um, also not bad though. I don't hate that though of him like having his some sort of son role who works on this. Yeah, he works on it. He's not in the show. He just works on it. Yeah. I don't know what facet, but for some reason they don't get along. Yeah. Do we drink all of the? Oh, I would, say I would love another one of those. Oh, I thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna pull it, so I got ready to. <laughs> I say I thought I only had two. I like this. I like this Ryan Geist one. This one I like. This one's it's good. This it's one's good. going down. It's easy. very good. This one's going down easy, and it's helping this chat. No, I think we need to pursue the Jack Quaid. I want Jack Quaid in this movie because he's up and coming. Too. I like it. We too. need a star. He's a star, and he's he's getting pulled into reboot stuff. He's in the new Scream and, yep. and shit like that. Um, it might be a little on the nose of them being strained because I think I don't know if him and Dennis Quaid have a strained relationship, but I know like politically they're very <laughs> the other way from each other. Um, but I like that. I think that so he needs a love interest. Which we could easily just do someone in Amity. Do we want to have him connected to somebody? Would be probably a townie, right? We need a townie. Yeah, a hip townie girl. Yep. No, I think you're right. I and think she... you're right. Yeah, we need a townie, and she doesn't. And she doesn't think shit of the Brodies. 
She's like, yeah, I get it. You guys are legends around here, but like, I lived here and I've never seen any of you fuckers. Yes. I don't fucking care. I've never seen a shark around here. Blah, 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 blah. Perfect. Love that. Okay. Love that. I think you're right. Other new cast? Boom. Her friends. Yeah. Those are the expendables. The the people we are going to. The expendables, but also we have like one like funny one who does make it to the end. Yeah. And I think we just make him played by the long-haired kid from Stranger Things 4. Oh, please. Yeah. We just, we just Can make we him, have him? Yeah, absolutely. We just make okay. him that guy. I think that kid's perfect for that, for that yeah. role. That's going to be annoying, but also you'd be like, ah, but all right. He gets to make it. <laughs> I like that. Okay. So they all come back for this big centennial or sesquicentennial whatever, or, or yeah. whatever. Whatever excuse they need to go back well, to it Amity. Could be, it could be the 50th. I mean, we're almost there for real. Oh, the 50th anniversary of that? Yeah. God, we are almost to that, aren't we? Yeah. Oh, it would be 2025, wouldn't it? Fuck! Dude! That's, like, perfect. Yeah, so they're having their annual, like, 4th of July Shark Fest, whatever they call it now. But also, it's been 50 years yeah. since your dad killed the shark and blah 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 so when they oh Dustin I love that so when they go back too there's always there's all this shit set up it's in the mem- celebration it's, 50 years of the shark that was killed in Amityville and, and not or Amity I would say Amityville Amity <laughs> and not just a celebration but also everywhere they go now the ghosts of those three are haunting it so we got a great excuse to have pictures everywhere of here's oh we have a thing for Brody a thing for Quint because we have no other way to bring Quint in except for like here's a big picture from a yeah. hero of World War II blah blah and then Hooper, and when they're looking at it, they're just like, oh, I wonder what became of him. And he's just like, oh, he just hangs around now. Boom, turn around. Fucking Richard Dreyfus. He got brought back, too. And they were just like... What a, a, what a, what an uh, awesome scene it'll be, too, between Ellen. Yes, because it's Ellen who turns around, and she's like, she's like, Matthew Hooper. Yeah. What brought you back here? And he's just like, oh, you know, Mayor Vaughn got a hold of me and... and Blah blah blah. We like. I'm fine just like dropping him in, of, or even like. Well, your son called me, and then blah, blah, yeah, blah. it can be a very, very subtle. Ooh, we could also sneak into of how Michael and Hooper actually stay in touch because they're both marine biologists. Yeah, and so that could also be a little bit of like a like. Oh, you you still help my son stay motivated about sharks because Ellen hates fucking sharks now, right? I'm liking this so far. I'm like, I, I know I, actually, I shouldn't, but I'm actually like liking way it. more than I thought I would. The more ideas we come up with, I'm like, that Fuck. I kind of want this movie. Uh, yeah. Cause, cause then from here on out, so that's like story relationship stuff from here on out. Then is shark business. Well, here's right. The thing we're, we're building characters. We're actually doing that. We're making a, we're doing a movie. We're doing a movie. We're doing yeah. things movies should do. Uh, but so now we have, we have those characters, those relationship things. We have those arcs set up. So from here on out, it's just kind of shark business, right? Of people getting disappeared, and then now we start having this. Because then we can still have Mayor Vaughn kind of trying to poo-poo it of being just like, okay, listen, you brought your show here, and you want to do the thing. you know. So he can still kind of be the the anti-nothing's-happening thing. Or, 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 ooh, I just thought of this in mid-sentence. Or once it starts happening, he realizes how profitable that like will be. Oh, drums sh- it up. Shark Town is back. Oh my God, we we haven't had a shark attack here, and then and then we could have a reveal too of just like, listen, the town has been bleeding money 
for the last 20 years and you finally brought the legacy of this town back yeah i'm gonna yeah. profit off of it oh why, yeah no why do you think i invited your fucking show back here dude we could even do a fun callback to a town meeting with yeah. the new entrepreneurs where they're just like our town's bleeding yeah you know, yeah. like have, we could have an actual like yep. an homage oh. to Spielberg where everyone's talking. Everyone's talking. And they're, they're also talking about how like you're you're spending so much money to roll out the red carpet for all for the Brodies to come yes. back and the show to come back. We don't this is have it. this Cause, money because this is it. This is what's going to bring the town back. I'm Googling one thing just real quick. Google it, my friend. Carl Gottlieb is still alive, so he can still be on the city council. Yes. <laughs> Because he was as the newspaper man, so he can still be in it. That's, that was the thing I was looking. And look, look at him. He looks like such a great grandfatherly figure. Oh, Carl be, Gottlieb gotta be in this movie. So yeah, they have a city council meeting where, like you said, we can't afford this. Or we're, that's how we introduce that the town's bleeding money. Absolutely. There's a little quiet scene in between, like them coming back, and then we just have a little side scene, and it's right before, like, then Michael comes in to talk to the mayor. But we have a quick little aside. Of the town council, you gotta have Carl Gottlieb there. Um, I don't know who else you'd you'd have. Maybe oh, is the guy who played that one deputy still alive? No, this would be our um, our like um, homage scene of all the old cast members who are still yeah. alive. Fucking Jeffrey Kramer's still alive. Yeah. He played the one goofy yeah. deputy. So like he's all on these there now. Old members of town are now. Ah, it's, I love it. It's perfect. It's a fucking little cameo, little cameo corner in that. All led behind with uh, with uh, uh, John Hamm, but he and he's got a suit on that has the anchors, but it's like a slightly sleeker design. Oh yeah, it's no, a it's a little cooler. It's now kind of sexy. It's like more navy blue, just a f like fewer anchors. Still looks great though. Or yeah. maybe maybe just a tie, just to like oh, a tie with anchors on it. Yeah. Oh, just a little more, little more subtle. But you know, John Hamm would wear the hell out of that suit though. Is the Dude, thing is the thing though. He would just actually he should wear it the day of the um. Festival. <gasps> uh, yes, 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 yes. He he. Uh, it's a and a very clearly an optics thing. He's decided to dress up like his dad for this. Oh, what if 100%. he's what if he's looking at a picture and then our shot is the picture and then him in a mirror like. Oh, we could do something dumb like that. I love that. You know, yeah, like yeah, a yeah. fun. Absolutely, him just being like, "Yep, he's like dad. He's like, dad, I'm gonna make you proud. I, dad, I brought the town back." That's all you wanted. The Brodies destroyed this town, and I'm bringing them back to save this town. Yes, make him a true villain. Make him a true like. I, and that's because that's what that's what because the Mayor Vaughn was never a true villain, and it's what a shitty sequel would do. And we yeah, we need him to a shitty sequel would make him just an actual monster without bringing <laughs> the shark there, Absolutely. like yes. we discussed earlier. Yes, but it would still make him. He's still a fucking asshole. Yes, <laughs> I love this. I love this. I fucking love this. If we do have Jake alive too, Jake works on the show. Mario Van Peebles is on the show too. If we do, if we decide to go with, you know, Jake made it. Boom, Mario Van Peebles. Well, yeah. Why wouldn't he hire him? Like, why wouldn't he just be Michael's right hand man? So Mario Van Peebles is there. I've decided. I like it. No, I like that. That him, makes he's sense. Just yeah. there. He's just there. We've we've gone with the deleted scene where he lives. Um. So I don't have all the shark business worked out because I think we're just gonna you're gonna have people get attacked, people missing. You're gonna have debates as to whether what happened, and then you have then you have these great scenes of of Michael Brody and Hooper trying to solve it, but then also little cracks in the case made by Jack Quaid. We gotta give him a name. We gotta give him a name. What's his name? Oh, um, or is he just Martin too? He's Martin. 
Martin. Yeah. Martin. Red, come on. L- Lil Martin. Martin. Yeah. Oh, Marty. They call him Marty. Okay. Right? Maybe. Yeah. No, he's yeah after his father. Come on, he has to after his grandfather. His grandfather. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's I like so that. easy. That's so obvious. I like That's that. Perfect. Okay, so we got Marty. We got Marty Brody. I guess Marty Brody kind of sounds dumb. We'll call him Martin. Ooh, here's the thing. His name is Martin Brody. He likes to just go by Brody. Yeah. That's douchey. That's douchey. He loves just going by just Brody. Everyone just calls me Brody. Yeah. Love that. That's yeah, so stupid. Then, oh, he can explain that to the local, and she's just yeah. like, that's stupid. Yeah. You know what would be the dumbest thing? What? Is if it's revealed at some point his full name is Martin Quint Brody. <laughs> No, and that's what uh, no, that's what Ellen could sh- say. Martin Q Brody, <laughs> Martin Quint Brody. It <laughs> sucks so much. I would roll my eyes so fucking hard if I saw that. And a studio would one thousand percent do it. They would you, love it because you'd be like, they weren't that close of friends. Why would they call him that? Oh, I just thought of this. Does Hooper have a daughter? Ooh. Does Hooper of have a daughter? Of course he does. Does Hooper have a daughter that that Michael's son Listen. falls in love with? Oh, do we reveal it later that it's a, his daughter? Oh god, that sucks. It's bad. I don't know. It's almost too But it sucks. But but again, but it's so it's the so thing, the studio. thing is that sucks, which means they would do it. It would it would happen. Oh shit. Would it be Oh. Is she the townie? Oh, yeah, she moved Oh, she moved to where her dad had his shark encounter. And that's because that's she, why he comes back. Who? Hooper, he comes back because his daughter's there. He comes back for the celebration. He knows the Brodies are going to be there. He had a relation in the first movie. It's, a, it's a well, it's just a shit. Maybe he just went back to continue studying after after Brody after Martin had the two encounters there. Yeah, he wanted to find out what made Amity so special. Why why great white sharks were drawn yes. to Amity specifically. And he seemed like kind of a playboy. So, oh, because he was rich, he had some one night stands, and yeah. Oh, that's so stupid! It has to be in the movie that the lo- the townie, the 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 tomboy townie girl, is a but Hooper. also but also doesn't look like a tomboy because well, we can't do that in movies. She's got to look like a hot model girl. Oh, of course, she's played by Selena Gomez. <laughs> I was thinking Florence Pugh. I don't know why. I just really oh, she's up I, and coming. I love her, but she's too she's she'd be too big for this movie. That's true. Because honestly, I don't. I don't want to go looking for it. But it, the casting for her would be much more shallow. She would probably be a young, up and coming, a young up and coming, just like model girl. Yeah. She'd be like twenty. That's who they'd cast in that. They wouldn't get like a real person because they wouldn't want to pay a real salary for that character who's going to barely be in the movie. True. That <laughs> for going studio. I'm. I doesn't. I'm thinking like got to cyni- keep this on the lens of the studio. I'm thinking like a cynical studio. Yeah. They're just gonna get some girl who they're like we think she'll be in other stuff, but if she's not, that's not our problem. <laughs> that's who they would get. Ariana Grande plays her. <laughs> that's who I was thinking. Not Selena Gomez, but Ariana Grande. <laughs> we'll find someone. Yeah. No. But it, but yeah. You you get somebody. She would she would be the one like truly well, no it, name it, actor. It is it'd, be a, like, it'd be like her second movie. 
it it's definitely a good studio reason to bring Hooper back for sure. I mean, I mean, not good. It's incredibly stupid. No, it's so stupid. But but studio logic, studio logic, studio logic. Yeah. Yes, yeah, because uh, it sucks so much. But that means like absolutely, it's what they do. Yeah. She'd be a Hooper. Yeah. Well, uh, that 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 could make uh, sense. Okay, that makes sense. Why she resents the Brodies. Because the Hoopers didn't get the credit they deserved. Oh, Dustin, you solved it, you dumb son of a bitch. That's so stupid, and I love it. Yes. Yes. Right? F- yes. Yes. That's the resentment. But she, she could has be a- like, She could be like, oh, my family did just as much. Yeah, and Matt doesn't have that. Because Matt has nothing but respect from the Brodies, but, but Ellen doesn't want to speak to Matt Brody. Yes. Because he encouraged Michael continuing being a marine biologist too much. Oh, God, that's so fucking dumb. Oh, I'm worried we've willed this movie into existence. <laughs> it's so it's going to be really funny a year from now when a trailer pops up. It's so stupid. And then we have to go to court and litigation yeah. and... Uh, so we have a bunch of dumb shark shit, and you know we'll we'll do that. Like that's that's the, just yeah. There'll be there'll be kills throughout. That's just suspense. That's just uh, stuff like that. The one thing I do know is the uh, the 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 final kill of the shark. Smile, you ugly son of a. I think that has to be said by Ellen Brody. I think that's yeah. our big legacy moment. If we're doing Jaws Five Studio Edition, we'll call it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I th- I think so. I think it's gotta be. I think it's gotta be her. Like you could go one of the younger cast members. I think it would just feel good if Ellen does it, and then that's like the wrap up of the franchise. She kills the big scary shark. Um. Now this one though too. So we're gonna have kills throughout. Obviously, just like things. Just we're gonna have little towny scenes of people getting picked off. Blah blah. How do we get out there? How do we just get on the water? Are we gonna, we're not gonna do the same thing. Like we're gonna go on the boat. No, it's not going to be a hunting... I don't know, though, because, I mean, we have two marine biologists who would want to study it, and it would be a very obvious reason to take a boat out. No, I just but thought... it's too easy. Uh, Dustin, I just thought of it. All right. And it's so dumb. They're having a big, like, ceremony out on a stage built out on the water. Oh. <laughs> and we're going to have... Okay, yes. Because here's what's going to happen. Within this movie, we're going to tuck in a little Piranha 3D. You, yep. You, 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 Again, <laughs> you I... You saw what I did. You read okay. my cards. Yeah. Because I was trying to think, how do we get all these characters on the water? I'm like, a stage? I'm like, it's a little Piranha 3D. I'm like, but it's a little Piranha 3D. Okay, so can I... With that scene, can I throw something at you? Oh, 100%. What if we have two to three jaw-sized sharks? Since this is the fifth one. Ooh. More than one big-ass shark. But the second one's a reveal of... There's two. We have to have a dumb scene. It's... There's not just one. And Hooper says that. Yes. Because he realizes it. Yes. Because he deduces it. Yeah, I hate that. Which means we gotta do it. Hundred percent. Two big dumb great whites. Oh, I would. This is because what a, what a fun scene to have the dorsal fin and then one more pop up next to it. Or like after they kill one, and then through all the viscera, you see another 
Finn come up and like, what the what? Or even two. Like, what if we? <laughs> I I, th- I think three would be too much. But I think, think okay. I think two jaw size sharks is the way to go. Like, fuck. Because here's the thing: what you've done with that, Dustin, is this is the type of movie I go see that's like a remake or you know a, a, a reboot of something where I see it and in theaters I roll my eyes so hard I almost pass out. Right. And that's what that would do. Yeah. Your nose would nearly bleed from. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And then they definitely got to blow this shark up because that's just the, the tradition of Jaws. We yeah. Got, or you got to at least blow one of them up. There's two. Probably blow. I mean, fuck, blow both of them up some way or another. Yeah, I'm trying to think of a joke where they try to throw like an air tank in and it just avoids it or spits it out. Spits it out. I was about to say spits it out. Yeah. Sp- absolutely. They put it in his mouth and then it goes to and then it goes, <laughs> it comes back out. So dumb. So dumb. Absolutely. That's what they do. Absolutely. 100%. That's what they do. Oh, I hate this movie, and I can't wait to see it. Yeah. <laughs> it sucks. So it much. sucks, but it's it also, sucks like, so fun. So much. Do any of our, this is, I think, last main question, do any of our main characters die? Yes, but whom? I hate to say this. Dennis? No. No. I think it might be Hoagie. Hoagie? Oh, God. Because he's the heart. Yeah, that would be the biggest... God, that might be the reason they go hunt it. I think it's, yeah, it becomes personal because it comes for Hoagie, and Hoagie's nothing but a supportive sweet man. I think it might be Hoagie. I think you're right. Because you could do Hooper, but that's just going to piss off the audience. I think no one's yeah. going to no one's gonna like seeing Hooper go when he's finally back in a Jaws movie. We're not going to like seeing that. I don't like seeing Ellen do it. I could see a, I think, I think it a in surprise the, kill of Jack Quaid, although I enjoy God, him. That would feel cheap, though. That would feel cheap. Yeah. That would feel cheap and almost too clever. You know what I mean? Right. Because we're setting up the next generation of Jaws movies. True, so true. So it's got to be one of the olds. <laughs> the legacies. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Legacies. No, I think you're right, though. No, I think you're right. I think, I think it's it has be, to be Hooper. I think it would have the most weight. Yeah. If it, ha- if it happened to Hoagie. If Hoagie got killed... Cause I, cause I don't think I think we want to see with Hooper. I don't think especially no after it. like a big, just heartfelt speech. Well, he's he's been the one keeping everyone together, and be you know he's the one getting everyone to see it just through everyone else's eyes. You know, what I mean, he's been he's been the heart of the movie. So once he's gone, now Ellen and Michael have to patch it up themselves. Hoagie's not there to fix it for him, mm. and now they got to patch things up between them for okay, Hoagie. Can we do something crazy though? Can we kill him in the middle of the movie? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I don't want it to be before absolutely. the climax. I no, want no, no. it to be. No, he he sets off a whole. It could even be early. I, I I think you're right. I think middle of the movie. Once they're there for a little bit, maybe some kills have happened. Something happens to him. I think I think he's the big mid movie twist. Yeah. Of like, oh, they lost Hoagie, and then that makes that makes Ellen and Michael get out of their own way of their petty bullshit, because the one thing the one thing they do still have in common, they love Hoagie. No matter, what happened, loves no matter what happened Hoagie. between them, no matter what happened with the with the sharks and everything. Well, yeah, because like Ellen, you talked about, we're going to set up throughout the movie. Michael and Hoagie have had a very close, yes, quiet relationship. Away from Ellen, but they've still had a close relationship. And then Hoagie is the best thing that ever happened to Ellen since, uh, since Martin died. So when he's gone, they've lost him. And now, too, that's the third family member to be taken by this fucking shark. 
Yeah, uh, second father. Second Michael. father. Second father. Second, second husband. husband. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Yes. It's got to be Hoagie. That's some studio bullshit. Ah. And I love it. I, I I hate to kill Hoagie off, but I think it would it would have it, that's like a Han Solo in Force Awakens kind of shit. Yeah. I think. Yeah. It's a necessity. For I this think movie. so. I think a hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Have to. Oh, what a, it's 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 the turning point. It's what a dumb movie. I can't wait to see. I know. Because then the sequels, then now you now you have if if a sequel gets greenlit, now you just have Jack Quaid and uh, New Hooper. They're doing something. They're off on an adventure. Sharks doesn't matter. You can throw them into whatever. Uh, I read a thing that as of 2018, even Steven Spielberg uh, said he was interested in making a prequel, which was going to be just showing. Uh, Quint's experience on the Indianapolis. Yeah, that was, originally he wanted that for the sequel, correct? For Jones? that's what he wanted to do initially. Yep. They wouldn't let him do it, so he said he wants to do this prequel. So, boom, we got a Jaws universe going. We got a, we got a JCU. Oh, we got the JC, and it's Universal Studios, right? Absolutely. Oh my god! So Spielberg makes his Quint prequel. We pitch Jaws five. We got Jaws five. You do six. We're doing at least six, seven after that. Oh, for sure, and we're gonna for go. Sure. We're gonna go bigger and bigger every one. Oh, it's gonna get it's gonna get aggressively stupid as it goes. Yeah, less and less main characters. And if we do have if we do have those old characters, definitely none of them are shot together anymore. It's just who we could get for fifteen minutes at a time. Oh yeah, this only this movie where they all in. <laughs> they won't all be in the next ones, at all. No. So you do definitely three more Jaws bullshit movies. Uh, they get dumber and dumber. Um, you do the Indianapolis prequel. Why not do a fucking Amity prequel? Just do something in Amity. You know what I mean? Just yeah, anything. Anything, anything else takes place in the town. Whatever. Fuck it. Do. <laughs> Sorry, I'm making myself laugh with this one. Fuck it. Do a prequel about Martin Brody just being a cop in New York. <laughs> Super Jaws adjacent. It's nothing to do with Jaws, but it's just Martin Brody as as a cop in New York. <laughs> yeah, you got to recast him, but we can just do a young Brody. Oh God, that'd be so funny. And what the case that breaks him and why he takes his family to Amity? Stupid. So stupid. stupid. I love it. I love we've made a new universe. fantasies of evil can compare with the reality of Jaws. I think we solved it. Yeah. I think we did what we need to do and we got to get out of here. This we went, have to. Wow, we went way longer than this I thought we were going to go. But I love what we solved here. It's so fucking stupid. It's way later than I thought it was going to be. All right. We got to get out of here. Uh, not just out of this episode, but also out of Sharktoberfest. And I honestly, I think one of our best finales to it. As much as this was a rocky Sharktoberfest, I think we found my favorite finale to a Sharktoberfest. What fun we've had. What fun. I loved we- this. <laughs> We we briefly talked about this months ago, like you touched on months ago. But man, did we flash some stuff out here? We've had this general idea planned. I want to say since like fucking March oh, or God. some shit. It's been a, a spell. It's been a long time since we thought like we wanted first Shark Tovers. We want to talk about what Jaws five would be, and then we shelved it. And I'm proud of us for never talking about it since. We didn't. No, we had one evening where yeah. we kind of threw a few pitches back and forth. Not anywhere near this in depth. 
and I've made sure to not even think about it much. When it's when it's like gone across my mind, I've been like, don't think about it. Don't no, even. No, because I, I want to yeah. listen on the fly is where it's at. Mm-hmm. That's what the show is. That's what uh, the show is. To we peel can't... the curtain back, everyone, this show is on the fly most what? of we the don't time. Have... No, we have so much planned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh well, fuck. I listen. I I know we've we've had a we've had a rough stretch with this year Sharktoberfest, but I think I think we ended strong. I love this, this is episode. fun. I'm I excited. love this. I love this, and uh, I mean it. We we really want to try to do like a, a, a like it's like a like half length version of a uh, yes a, some sort of radio yeah little drama little drama so, yeah i know we can't get the cast we won't be able to get richard dreyfus and dennis hopper maybe mario van peebles but we <laughs> but listen we will do our best to impersonate we're gonna we're gonna get people to do voices but we we, we want to do a reading of this it, it won't be right away just because uh, no because uh, it's gonna take a, a while it might take a little production we'll make it we'll make it sound good but we've that's been a part of our intention too is making yeah hang tight it will. It will it'll come out. At it'll, some point. It will drop randomly. Uh, in the in the meantime, we're gonna get back to our regularly scheduled program of uh, just talking movies and other nonsense and one and dones and 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 what have you. Um, wow, what a journey! <laughs> what what a of, journey of, indeed of Sharktoberfest and just this episode by itself. Oh, I got the hiccups too. Again, I started closing with the hiccups. It's circular, you know. It's yeah, it's it's uh, it all comes around. It's like poetry; it rhymes. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> well, thank you so much for listening, not just to this episode, but to another Sharktoberfest. We're kicking off our third year of this podcast. You sick, sick son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, whoever you are. You, me, everyone <laughs> yeah. out there, we're sick. Yeah, whoever you are, you fucking pervert to do this show with us. Uh, we love you so goddamn much. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, for Dustin Pixley, I'm Logan Nielsen. Thank you so much for listening. And I'm just going to end this one by saying, Donka. Donka. We'll see you next time. Bye bye.